0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. To the Poor Sports Podcast, we took a little holiday breather, a little holiday break because everyone deserves a little break over the holidays. But we are back and we are better than ever. I uh, just want to say thank you to everyone who's bought merchandise, everyone who participates uh, through our social media, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram, uh, give us a follow there. It's Poor Sports One on Twitter and Poor underscore Sports on Instagram. We love hearing from you. We love to get feedback because then we can incorporate it into the show. Everyone wins. So stay with us. We've got an absolutely action-packed Back from the holiday edition of Poor Sports coming up right now. They say, oh my God, I see the way you shine. Take your hands, my dear, and place them both in mine. You know you stopped me dead while I was passing by. Alright, alright, alright. We are back. We are live. We are ready to go. It's your host, Jake Kelly. I am in studio with Jeremy Collins. Jeremy, say what's up?
1: What's up? 2020. Here we are. Poor sports. Year 2. Technically. Just like that.
0: Yeah, just like that. Year 2. And we got Lee on the line. Coming to us from London Town. Lee, say what's going on?
2: What's going on, everybody? I'm excited to be back. It's going to be a great time. I'm excited for this year for us.
0: Oh yeah, big time. So, uh well ever like, like like i just said we were off for uh a couple of weeks for the holidays uh so what did uh what did you guys get up to lee did you uh did you go to any games or see any live sports or anything
2: yeah so normally i i would say yes here but i guess uh I guess I pretty much kept it pretty low key. Working here, I only got like the week off. I didn't get the long, the long one that college does anymore, which really sucked. But I still snuck out to my usual junior C game here and there that nobody cares about and I won't talk about. Um, but I think uh, I think I'm seeing a lot more over the course of January, February, ramping up for that March Madness and in, uh, in March that I know you guys are also going away. But I pretty much kept it low key. I know I know you, Jake, had a lot more action packed of a holiday, so I'm excited to hear that one.
0: I did. I did. I just was at the uh, the Leafs game uh, two nights ago when they played Connor McDavid, and Connor McDavid had
1: Morgan
2: Riley's jock strap jockstrap hung yeah, the rafters. Yeah, you could and, say that. And Jake, I, I think I think you have a little bit of beef with Oilers fans from what I what I've seen on the social media.
0: I do have beefs. with. So Are there
1: Oilers fans or just McDavid fans? That and
0: that's just it. There's just McDavid fans. So I'm I'm at the game and uh, it was Kerfoot. Is that his name? Yeah. Kerfoot scored the first one, and Darnell Nurse scored the second one. And you've got all these 97 blue and orange jerseys standing up. So I stood up in the crowd and said, hey, I haven't seen one Darnell Nurse jersey. You guys are just McDavid fans. Is there any more room on the bandwagon? (laughs) I just called everyone out, and people were looking at me. I didn't care. Hamilton
1: boy, Darnell Nurse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I I don't know. just Yeah, there's there's no such thing as Oilers fans in Toronto. It's just McDavid fans. Just McDavid fans.
1: Which, I'll let them be that. I, I love McDavid. He like, watch- it was phenomenal.
0: And whenever he scored that goal, all of them turned and looked back at me. And I just buried, <laughs> I just buried my face <laughs> in my beer. Just can't see
2: me. you like, hey, what time does the train come? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah
0: seriously. Uh, but no, it was, it was still a really good game. They were down. And, uh, you know, the Leafs were down. They came back. They made it interesting with them. Yeah. Uh, not, then it not, wasn't a, not the greatest game. But... With that being said, I also went. I was in the AC or the Scotia Bank Place, I should say. Scotia Bank uh, Center. Sure, uh, it's always going to be the ACC to me. Yeah. It's just ingrained in my yeah. head. Um, and I saw the Raptors play on uh, on Christmas Day. Ooh, that must have been fun. It was a lot of fun. To, again, the game sucked. The, uh, the well, you thought
2: right off the start, you were probably thinking they were going to blow out Boston. So, so they went up the ten. Nothing.
0: Yeah, they went up ten nothing within the first two minutes. Lowry had six points, two back to back threes, and then he proceeded to score eight points for the other forty six minutes of the game. And they, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, the the Christmas Day experience was really cool. They put on a heck of a uh, performance and an atmosphere and everything. But the game, the game was meh.
1: I have one big, huge huge bone to pick with the raptors for okay. that christmas day performance why are you wearing black and gold the other team's wearing green
0: yeah wear red, wear red. it's
1: christmas
0: yeah no kidding i didn't even think of they
1: that. had what 25 years to get this right
0: <laughs> they get one chance you blew it the raptors you blew it yeah that should they should have been in there like 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 deep red ones yeah yeah, yeah no kidding but no, me and a me and a friend went. Uh, poor sports listener Jordan Allen, and we wore uh, matching Christmas Day onesies and TSN. Uh- anchor sports center anchor darren detichen walks walks past us goes boys awesome loves it like completely unprovoked we didn't go oh hey darren like it took us a second to even register who he was
1: huge guy
0: huge really big dude yeah. mountain of a man yeah but anyways that was my uh that was my claim to fame for the day and yeah it was a it was a good holiday break and obviously tons of sports uh that i watched on tv as well so yeah, yeah
1: that's kind of a segue into mine because usually i go and do all the sports things this holiday break I was just stapled to the TV, whether it was college football. Mm. I got into some soccer, watched some hockey, watched the NFL playoffs. I was stapled to the television, stapled to the couch, usually with a beverage in my hand. Yeah, And it was a great time to just watch sports. And if you followed along on the Poor Sports Instagram, poor underscore sports, or on my personal Instagram, Sports Fan you saw some bets, and boy, has it been a roller coaster of a couple of weeks.
0: No kidding.
2: Yeah, it- I, uh, I always... Just in like, I'm glued to when you post a story on yours because it's like, it's either anything from $5 to $500 and I am (laughs) just on a, I'm on a roller coaster and then you'll show in our, in our group chat, you'll show your account like over 900 or at 44 and I just, I have, I never have a clue what's going on. It's the best. It's the best.
0: So I have a question for you here, Jeremy, you, uh, you sent a, a photo and it was the Tennessee New England game. Yes. So okay, uh, let me explain what I think happened. Okay, so Tennessee, Tom Brady threw that pick six, and so they went up twenty to thirteen. Correct. Correct. So then you put seven hundred dollars down on them to win, in order, and then you would have recouped forty dollars extra. So yes. essentially, you wagered seven hundred to win forty.
2: Yes, you wagered you wagered seven hundred dollars for there to be no kick return for a touchdown.
0: Yeah, correct.
2: Now,
1: why, why that did I do gambling? that? Why did I do that? Because yeah.
0: you're addicted to gambling.
1: No, because I put money that the Patriots would win. I put forty bucks that the Patriots would win. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And so I was, you made your money back. Yeah, I was like, I'm not losing that forty bucks. There you go. <laughs> I loved right. that game. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Though. So yeah,
0: definitely, definitely stay tuned because we're gonna break down all of the uh, the games that were uh, that happened and the 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 games that are coming up too. Um, yeah. So, anyways, though, yeah, it was it was a good holiday break. Um, holiday breaks are always fun. I'm happy to be back into the swing of things, but what they're was always great. When they're what
1: us. was our listeners' favorite sports moment of this little holiday break? We want to know. We'll post that up yeah. on the Poor Sports Instagram page, and you can let us know, mm-hmm. and we'll shout those out on the next episode.
2: Also tag us on any photos or any places you go, you tag us. We'll put you guys up on the story. We want to we want to see more of you guys where you guys could get off to whenever you get a chance.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And uh last thing before we go to uh to our next uh our next topic here is that we have uh, if you're listening to this before Saturday, the Saturday football games, we have a bracket posted on our Poor Sports story. If you screenshot that and send us your picks for who you think is going to win each game and then so on and so forth, all the way to the Super Bowl, uh, the winner will get a free Poor Sports t-shirt. So keep that in mind, and uh, yeah, and away we'll go. Anyways, gentlemen, I think that does it for our holiday recap, yeah? Yes, sir. sweet. So stay with us. We got the two-minute drill coming up next on Poor Sports. Poor Sports. Alright, it is now time for me to make you some money I'm going with the first game On Saturday, Minnesota Vikings, San Francisco 49ers I'm saying take Minnesota On the road, money line Right now, plus 250 All that money that you're going to win Is going to have you saying, you like that All the way to the bank You heard it here first Kirk Cousins has proved he can do it. He's gonna get it done. Minnesota over San Francisco. Cut in snow and I can't move. welcome back in it is time now for the two minute drill for those of you that don't know or maybe you just forgot because you haven't listened since over the holidays and you had a lot of since fun last, over the year. Holidays. Since yeah, last year since last year last year absolutely yeah
1: can we not be the guys that make those jokes <laughs> please new year's resolution it's
0: too late it's done late. Uh, okay, so year. two minute drill uh the most topical things of the uh of the weeks of the week that was, and we just talked about it for about two minutes, kind of rapid fire, and away we go. So to start off, uh, let's just kind of talk about the NFL's head coaching carousel. Specifically, I want to talk about Carolina's massive uh, money signing. So, who, who, Jeremy, go ahead. So
1: Carolina signs Matt Rule, Baylor's head coach, seven years, sixty million guaranteed, another ten million in performance bonuses. Plus the $6 million buyout to Baylor. A lot of money.
0: Generational wealth.
1: Generational wealth, as some would say. It's only money. NFL teams have an abundance of it. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that is seen as a builder.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I just put air quotes around that. In the NFL, I don't really know if builders are the way to go. Because you need th- winners. You need winners. You need guys that... Yeah, the te- I have a whole bunch of NFL players... And I don't need to make them better. These are the best there is. Yeah. Now let's go win games. Now, I believe he, he put like 11 Temple players into the NFL. And that's pretty cool. He was an offensive line coach for one year in the NFL. I don't know. I like that they took a swing at things and didn't just retread people.
2: Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So, um,
1: it'll be interesting.
2: I, I hate, I hate this uh hiring i i think anytime you're gonna say that a guy four years ago was coach who was coaching the temple owls uh and they weren't even the best in that division ever um and all of a sudden now he's uh coaching the carolina panthers like here's the other thing with matt roll i don't think he's won a bowl game he had a great baylor team this year and they played georgia who sat 19 guys 19 of them against georgia and they got blown out they got blown out of the water, and I agree with you guys completely. I think I think when you need when you have to hire a coach, you got to hire a winner. And if if he's already showing that in big games here, like I don't I don't care that he turned around Baylor from a three win program to an eleven win or a ten win program, that's impressive. But like at the same point in time, like when it got to where where you tried to get to, like he lost to Oklahoma twice, and, you, and then you got killed by Georgia, right? So I I just. Go
0: ahead. Yeah, no, I, I hear you on that. My question is: Is this just what the going rate for coaches is now? Like, because so Mike McCarthy got hired in Dallas. What did he get money wise?
1: I, I don't believe think terms released. Yeah, they they haven't terms been weren't complaints.
0: released. Okay. What about uh the, uh the Giants judge. judge? Yeah.
2: I
1: again, I think that was a penny move. Tomorrow,
2: he he's signing tomorrow. Apparently.
0: Oh, so what okay. Did, so numbers aren't I, out yet. I can't oh, okay. believe that yeah. he
2: got
1: hired over Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels I OC. I like. Judge, special team count. I'm
0: wondering if Josh McDaniels wanted that job.
1: It's a New York job.
0: I'm just wondering if he I, wanted it. I think Josh I McDaniels think, might be cozy where he is. Until think, Tom Brady well, goes, I think he's go.
2: the, I think he's the uh, leading candidate, him and uh, the defensive coordinator for Philadelphia, for Cleveland, right? Because that's the last job still left. Hmm. Um, I think that, I, in all honesty, I think the Giants hired the right guy. I think... I think Joe Judge is the better guy to hire here because it's a special teams coordinator. Which the uh, there's only other there's only two other special teams coordinator head coaches uh, in the NFL. They're both pretty good, um, right? right? And that's that's Bill Belichick and uh, Harbaugh, Harborough, right? Yeah. So and, you're, you're uh, looking,
1: you're you're taking a home run hack there.
2: Yeah, and exactly, but I I I'm kind of with uh, Jeremy when he said with Matt Rule or where like and and you Jake where you said like it's good to take a swing on a guy, and I think uh, I like let's let's give let's give him a shot, right? Hey,
1: was he the special
2: teams guy in New England or was he the wide receiver? He was receiver? the special, was special, the special teams. teams coordinator and the wide receivers. Okay, both.
1: so so when when I looked at the wide receivers this year in New England, I didn't see anything that he
2: did really yeah. great with.
0: So unpopular yeah. opinion. Special teams coaches are better suited to be head coaches than coordinators.
2: I am with you. Why, you might
0: ask. They have to consistently be checking on during the game what is happening on both sides of the ball. Who's playing well, who's not. Who can handle that responsibility. Two, they're in the room. They're commanding both sides, both offense and defense, consistently.
1: I understand where you're right. coming from from that, but like, I think you should prove yourself as a coordinator first.
0: I don't know if you have to be a fantastic play caller to be a great head coach.
1: Uh, I agree. Lynn. Let so your coordinators. Tom,
0: let your coordinators be coordinators. You be the motivator. You be the, obviously you, you. But when you're a head coach, you're managing people. I think a bit more than you are calling plays. That's why you have offensive and defensive coordinators. And those special teams right? guys are consistently motivating.
2: Yeah, I think I think Jake's hit a home run here with what he's saying right now. I, I'm I'm on his I'm on his side. Yeah, here. Rare, like you you can like be
0: it. you can be a great play caller and not be a good head coach. Yep, right. That's I don't know. That's just what I'm saying. We'll mm-hmm.
1: we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm very interested to see who takes the Browns job. Mm-hmm. I still think it's gonna be the uh, 49ers defensive coordinator, Robert Ooh, Salah.
2: I didn't even know. I didn't even know he's in the final four.
1: Yeah, I I'm pretty sure they're still interested
0: in him.
2: Nice. That would be, be a good hire, too. Look at what he's done with that team right after one year removed.
0: So now I would like to talk about the Rooney Rule that has been um, kicked around here. Stephen A. Smith was on record. He was freaking out about it. So if you don't know, the Rooney Rule was a rule put in place by the NFL. About a decade had, ago. About a decade ago. I think I think more, but it doesn't matter. Um, and you have to interview one uh, minority, so person of color, Typically black um, for your head coaching position.
1: That's why Marvin Lewis got an interview in Dallas. Yeah, exactly. To fill right? a quota.
0: Yeah, to fill a quota, and that's and that's what it's turned into. Really, is that you're just filling a quota, and rather than it actually really doing anything. And so then there's been kind of some outrage about you know, the, well, really, how many black coaches are there in the league? Yeah, not too many. handful. Tomlin, I guess Ron Rivera is a person of color. Um, I, I, uh, Flores in Miami. Am I missing um, anyone else? Like none that I can
2: roll I'm rolling through it right now just to kind of see. You know, no, There's, I think, there's lots of I think black, black
0: lineback coaches. Yeah, there's the lots e of coordinators. black coordinators, but the head coaching jobs. And and yeah, people like to talk about how well it's a it's white owners, white coaches, white ticket season or season ticket holders, black players. Right? And uh I don't know. It needs to I, I think change. it's I think it's interesting. Well, I think that there's a, it's a difficult, like, are you just going to, you're, you typically want to hire the best person for the job. Now, the question is, has there been a best person for the job who's being black that hasn't got hired because he's black? That's impossible to answer fairly and objectively.
1: Yeah, And everyone has think a sliding scale, right? Exactly.
0: Everyone has a different scale for what they want and so on. And yeah, so I, I don't think that. Certainly, there's probably unconscious racism on the parts of owners that they might not realize it, but they have it. But I don't know. I think it's such a tough one. I and think so, it's such a tough one. So
1: Marvin Lewis continues to get interviews because of the Rooney rule. Yeah. And if that's the case, and they're just bringing him in to humor the NFL and the coaches association or whatever, can you at least give another person of color who hasn't already been a head coach yeah. the interview? Yeah, no kidding. Let's listen to some new ideas. Not retread Marvin Lewis over yeah. and over and over again.
0: If for nothing else, to give them interview experience so that they can, you know, go for it. Give the them idea. a shot later yeah. on. I don't know. It's interesting. And, again, like I said, it's it's it's. I think it's a very, like, uh, just easy topic to, like, jump on and be like, ah! You know, but whenever you actually sort of start to peel the onion back, it's very hard to, like I said, objectively say if any of this is is real or, or not
1: they don't all have a uh video game rating where you're like exactly this player's a 90 exactly. this coach is a exactly there's 75. all sorts of
0: nuance and everything to it yeah yeah anyways uh we'll move on from there but we're gonna stick with uh one more football thing tom brady has announced that he's not leaving i'm not leaving
1: he, he didn't say that <laughs> it's pretty much what he said he, he said he still has some more gas in the tank yes
0: so, uh, on the count of three, we all say no, where no, no, he goes no,
1: next no, year. No, 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 no. So, there's Tom Brady, like that. Phillip Rivers, Andrew Breeze. All free agents this year. On the count of three, we all say how many of them are going to play for their current team. Okay. Okay? Okay. Are you
0: counting down? You're going to count down. Okay. One, two, three, two, three. Zero. Two. Two. Zero. Wow. Are you saying that they're just going to do a little quarter, or coach, carousel. Uh, quarterback, quarterback carousel? So, Breeze goes to New England, wow, Brady goes to uh, Chargers, and Phil goes and replaces Drew Breeze one more time, but in New Orleans. Yeah, you're out of your mind if you think that's what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> okay, so I don't know about the Phil going to... Uh, I, I can see Phil, Phil and Brady swapping.
2: Hmm. Wait. So, was that the question? Was the question just swapping? No, it was just playing from the team that they were playing currently. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: then I just made a joke. Yeah. Um, And
2: you guys both said zero?
1: No, I said two. You you guys both said two, and I said zero, because I believe Brady's gonna LeBron it and go end his career in L.A.
0: I don't think he wants to play in like the hometown. Ram Shadow. I don't think he wants if to play go, in that dinky little soccer LA, stadium. If he
1: goes to LA, it's not the Ram Shadow.
0: I don't think he wants to play in that dinky little soccer stadium. No. Agreed. And man, and I think he I think he's going to stay in New England. I think he's going to stay in New England. I
2: think I think New England drafts a quarterback this year. Uh the pick they have, let's say it be Herbert, maybe if he falls, I don't know. It could be nuts, right? It, it, like, if, if the New area. England
1: Patriots draft a quarterback in the first round, Brady is gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's no, no, yeah. I don't think so. Cause I think it's going to be a
2: quarterback. You have to be, be all project, in with Brady. Like, like Drew Locke, like Drew Locke, Locke was for Denver when they got Joe Flacco right after, right? And he's elite. And what happens after that is like where Brady gets his one year, where that's all he's looking for right now. He learns underneath. Right? Brady doesn't want Jimmy to teach deal. anyone. He'll let him go away. I think that's I think that's the most likely scenario with Tom Brady staying, is that they have to get a quarterback for the future.
0: I think he'll sign a two-year deal, and then the, not this upcoming draft, but the next one, they draft a quarterback, and then he'll be gone. That's what. Yeah, that's like, what I think. Ugh, I don't know. That's what I think. No yeah, one knows. And then I, time and then will I, tell. I will
2: stay. We'll
0: ask. Room. We will ask the people on our Instagram. Where does Tom Brady go? He's going
2: to LA, play under the lights. What are the talk? What do, what do you think about the talks of uh, him following Josh McDaniels to
1: Cleveland? What do you think
2: about that? Yeah.
1: No, there's no, there's no, no chance.
0: there's not a snowball's chance in hell yeah. that happens. This right. guy goes from putting right. on the yeah, Patriots just... uniform to that dirty ass Browns uniform. Brees
1: more likely to be the head coach there next year than the quarterback. Touche, <laughs> touche there.
0: Okay, we're gonna move on. Kawhi Leonard allegedly said something along the lines of, Why don't you tell LeBron to be so scared, stop being so scared, and come guard me on Christmas Day? This is all alleged. Now, Kawhi plays his cards pretty close to his chest. I don't know if this is true. Where did you see this? Stephen A. Smith reported it. Okay. So I know. So, grain of salt. I get it. Pound of salt. Yeah, sure. (laughs) If this is true. Shut up, Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> and if this is not true, still, Kawhi, shut up.
1: He, he doesn't talk, so I don't, I don't know if I believe this at all.
0: I think that he might talk on the floor. Yeah, uh, I think so. Right?
2: Trash talk, yeah. though? He's a champ. Yeah. It's positive. Yeah, so I, why not? That, that, w- that would make me want to trash talk. Yeah. The ring does enough talking. Do you think he wears it on the court?
1: No, but he probably has it over on the bench. He's which one? two, well, yeah. Has three.
0: Yeah. But he's the current champ. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I don't know. I think that uh, it was just a fun little tidbit that I saw. And I was like, if this is true, which I don't know, but if it is true. If like, this
2: is true, coming from the LeBron James fan club leader, like I am. Yes. I hate this. Yes, I hate this. That that is, that's what you're saying.
0: That's literally exactly what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Why? Because you know that LeBron didn't have the cojones? The chops?
0: He's not doing anything. He's too old now. He's not doing anything. on Best record. Best record in the West. Anyways, we will move on. Uh, Jeremy, you wanted to talk about, uh, or you can talk best, I think, about the Major League Baseball uh, mound visits or something that's going on that's proposed.
1: So because of now the previous two World Series winners being under investigation for sign-stealing, the MLB is trying to like crack down on this and they're trying to find ways around sign stealing. Yeah. So, which is stupid. So, they want to put lights on the back of the mound so, no, no so like it interferes with cameras and stuff. Oh, okay. and, and then they also want to do like the pitcher and catcher will wear like an encryption bracelet where it'll tell you which sign to actually read from
0: counterpart. Okay. So, explain, explain the bracelet a bit more.
1: So, it's the equivalent of the bracelet will flash the number three. Okay. And then, so, as a catcher, I'll do my hand signals to Jake who's pitching, and I'll, I'll be four, one, two, eight, six, three. Mm-hmm. And then, so Jake will know the third one was a two, so that means slider. Got it. So, then it's harder to...
0: Got it.
2: But I still feel, I still feel like people will find that out.
1: No, because it's on your brain. Like, you can't just get, you're going to guess which one they were talking about if you know two relate, relates to a slider, but you don't know that the pitcher's looking for my third signal.
2: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I don't know, but I'm totally against this because I always think that it's on the team trying to hide what they're doing
0: to switch yeah. things up. Yeah. Sign stealing. Stranger signs.
1: Yeah. People are saying, oh, why can't you just steal signs like we have been for hundreds of years? Yeah. Because the game has evolved. We as humans have evolved. Like, get better think,
2: at hiding your stuff. Yeah, no, I think, I think, I, like, the whole evolving thing is that I think stealing signs are fine. But I think I think it should be done in the like I guess it, in the old-fashioned way of like if there's a guy at second or if there's a guy at first right and they can see to the catcher then that's free game you got to change up your signs or whatever like that but when you have a camera right that's when I think it crosses the line right I think I think if it's all within the field of play then anything should be able to go when, in regards to that. Like, that's up to the pitcher and the catcher to change their signs. When, when, these, but when,
1: when these professionals are being paid millions and millions of dollars and those yeah. franchises are worth billions and billions of dollars due to how successful they are, I completely understand going against the rules to be as successful as possible. And having vi- videotaping and stuff during the game, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Not fine, I, but switch up yeah, your signs I, more, more I, regularly. I don't think it's...
2: Yeah, but you can't. You can only switch up your signs so much if they have a video on it. Like I get what you mean on like videotaping to know signs, but I don't think it should be re- relayed into the same game. Like if you if you videotape so the next time you play them, if it's a division, then I'm all for that. That's fair. That's all fair, love, and more. But I think if it's for the game and it could be relayed as quick as Houston was doing it, then that's just like, in 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 my opinion, that's a disgrace to the game. And I think I think when these when these. Uh, when, when it all comes down on the Astros here, these are going to be some of the worst penalties you're going to see ever.
1: I think the Red Sox are going to get just as bad. Because Alex Cora, yeah. they, they said, hey, Cora, if you, we catch you doing this again, you're done. So we'll see,
0: we'll see what the MLB thinks of it. Here's what I think. We need to rewrite the unwritten rules. <laughs> and I'll leave it there. Speaking of rules, the new upstart XFL football league just came out with some very interesting rule changes that's very different from the NFL, and uh, some of them are actually kind of similar to the CFL, believe it or not. So I'll just read off some of the uh, the uh, different rules that they've come in. So uh, there's no kicking for an extra point after a touchdown. You can go for one point from the one-yard line, two points from the five-yard line, or three points from the 10-yard line. They've changed kickoffs dramatically where there's... Uh, You're kicking from the 35-yard line, but the players uh, are lined up, aside from the receiver, of course, are lined up five yards away from each other. This, uh, in theory, takes away the uh, momentum hits where you saw all those concussions happening in kickoffs, right? Next, uh, if there's overtime, it's going to be similar to the NHL where there's a shootout. You get up to five chances to score, and they'll just go back and forth, back and forth. But they are hoping that with the extra point rules, you won't see very much overtime, right? You'll go for two or you'll go for three instead of uh, trying to tie. It's interesting. Essentially, is a shootout right there, right? And one foot in for, uh, for the sideline uh, for a catch, one foot in, and you'll have a running clock. So just like in the NFL now, whenever you uh, whenever there's an incomplete pass or a player goes out of bounds, that doesn't occur. The ball, the it keeps rolling, and it's only a 25 second play call. Except
1: for five minutes. To Except go. for
0: five minutes in the last uh, end of each half. Yeah. And speaking on the last end of each half, there's also, uh, uh, excuse me, there's a dedicated video official that can overturn anything: holding, pass interference, offense, defense. A legal block in the back, whatever, right? That can all be overturned. So, thumbs up, thumbs down to these rules. What do you think? My, I'm saying thumbs up.
2: Lee? Thumbs
0: up for sure.
2: If
1: if my thumb could be in a direction, it'd be the same direction as what Joel Embiid's finger was the other day. <laughs> it's kind of just in the middle, like crooked and so weird.
0: So which ones don't you like?
1: Uh, I think the kickoff one's super odd. I, I, I like it because it promotes player safety Mm -hmm. i think i i don't know how it's going to turn out Mm -hmm. so uh, but i don't think it'll turn out how they want it to turn out i like the last five minutes the video official Mm -hmm. the one the one foot in i i I like how the nfl you have to have two it'll be more exciting
2: Mm -hmm. air quotes be better catches always better catches in the uh catch in the ncaa quote unquote catches
1: quote unquote catches because they wouldn't be catches in the nfl
2: well they'd be catches in two out of the three big leagues now. There's only right? one there's only
1: one big league. <laughs> okay.
2: Come okay. on. Okay. Anyways. Think, do you think do you think there's more eyes on the NFL than there are in the Because I would fight that. I'm saying there's more money. Okay. Oh, uh, is there?
0: Yes, per, mm-hmm. per game.
2: I, Anyways. I bet you that one's a lot closer than maybe you think though.
0: It could be. Yeah. But we're getting off track here. Uh yeah.
2: what what other
1: ones are there?
0: There was the, uh, the extra shootout, points. The, shootout. the extra points. And the, the, shootout. the extra
1: points I actually really like from an entertainment standpoint. I think there's going to be a lot of variation. It would make it very hard to gamble on.
0: Yeah, it would. Yeah,
1: Because you're, oh, yeah. you're now seven and a 7.5 point favorite. Think about some of the brutal favorite.
2: beats you could have betting on this. Yeah.
0: And w- what I like about that is that a 9 point game, that's a one possession game.
2: Yeah.
1: Three, three, right?
2: three field goals.
0: Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know. I, I I think that the... Which rule do you like best? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I would say I like the overtime. You like the shootout style? Well, it just gives gives the teams. Were you by
1: chance spurned by Drew Brees not getting the ball in overtime?
0: No, this I was. Past week? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't. But I feel that. Yeah. I think that the NFL's overtime rule is stupid.
2: I think well, it's ridiculous. I, like not not to go back to the NCAA, but like I think that rule is perfect. Start at the twenty-five. Give both teams a shot. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that you, right. have, you have to
0: be touching the ball on offense once. But, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how this league does. I'm not going to be watching it intensely, but I think it'll be kind of— We'll uh, have to watch one game together. Yeah. Yeah. Watch one game and kind of just take a peek at it. Uh, anyways, last but certainly not least of the two-minute drill. Uh, Lee, you wanted to talk about the best sports bets of the decade.
2: Yeah. So what, what? this is like, in a sense, is just like they they took the best bets from the decade of 2010, 2020, or 2019. Sorry, and they said at what point in time, kind of like in each sport, really. Was there the best odds? Because like like what Jake said, Jake Jake had a bet that he put on when the lease went down four one, right, Jake? I did, yes. And and it was a low amount that he put on for a big payo, and every better's dream is hitting that, right? Yeah. Every single we've all fantasized about it. It was about eleven so, times. Yeah, right? So I so I there's about there's five here and I'm just gonna quickly run through them. Um, it's Auburn. If you guys can guess, you guys you guys want to think about it off the top of your head guess guess any? Uh,
1: the, the, you're there's right? been so much in sports over the past decade. I it'd be impossible. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. I just didn't know if you guys maybe had one on the top of your head. Um, when Auburn won the BCS championship, they were a fifty to one at the start of the year to win. All right. So. Think about that from a money. And at even points in time, when they lost their first game of the year, they were five hundred to one, right?
0: I think I have a one. Actually, I'll guess one. Okay, go ahead. Leicester City. Okay, that's probably so, number
2: one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is going to be one here. Uh, so I'll just go to it now. So Leicester City at five thousand to one when the season started. Um, and there was there was someone who put fifteen bucks down on that. So think about that, right? Um, another one was the St. Louis Cardinals when they won in 2011. They were 999 to one to win. Wow! Uh, at, when they were on the uh, brink of being eliminated uh, on September 12th, and when what? And the story is one better place 250 dollars on them to win than to win than <laughs> to win the title at 500 to one. So good oh. bet for you. Another good one was UConn. UConn when they won in 2014 as a nine seed. Hundred to one to win that, that was Shabazz Napier's team. Oh, right when yeah. Shabazz led them, and that was when the big comment struck on uh, feeding feeding athletes, right? Because he said he went to bed hungry mm-hmm. every night, right, which start, sparked the big one. The Eagles to win the Super Bowl when Nick Foles' boys traveled to face uh, New England. There, yeah. right? They were uh, they were four. They were uh, forty to one. In the off season and then uh sixty to one when Nick Foles first came in. No kidding. And then, yeah, and then finally the very last one that I'll do, Patrick Mahomes last year to win the NFL MVP. Right? That was a hundred to one long shot at the start of the year to win that one, and he won it in an absolute landslide.
0: I wonder what it would have been this year for Lamar Jackson to win it.
1: Well, I told you guys I think on the last was it the last episode what I missed the Lamar Jackson bet on in the was it I think oh, it was yeah, twenty one or two hundred and ten to one or something? It was like three thousand yeah. passing yards, thirty passing touchdowns, a mm. thousand rushing yards, and two hundred attempts. I missed it because of the attempts.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah. That's, wow. That's so crazy, man. So oh,
1: man. I wonder what the St. Louis Blues last year would have been to win the cup when they were last, last at,
0: place. Yep.
2: Yeah. I think yeah. it was on here too. I just didn't want to get into too many. Uh, sure. they were they were uh, some small books took them as high as three hundred to one, but most big Big bucks took them at two hundred and fifty to one when they were dead last.
0: So what's it gonna be this year?
2: Yeah, that's exactly what you think. Right? There's like like one every start... year,
0: so like, which who's it? Gonna, it's impossible. But no, you, man. You
2: guess, man, It's so tough. Ah, oh,
0: pisses me off.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it does piss me off. It pisses me off that we're never gonna hit something like we that. We could
1: retire off one bet.
0: Honestly, <laughs> oh, do man. this
1: full time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: anyways, that does it for our two minute drill. Th- those are some good. Oh, that's just got my head spinning right now, Lee. God. No, no I just, I just want to know. know. Um. Anyways, anyways, yeah, that does it for our two minute drill right now. Um. Why don't we post some of those on the Instagram? That'd be cool. I think for people to interact with, but. Uh, Anyways, yeah, so that does it for a two-minute drill. We got a bet coming up, and then we're going to talk about the NFL, the wild, wild card week, and the upcoming uh, Divisional Series. Next on Poor Sports. Poor Sports.
2: Lee Kuzmich here with a bet, and I am excited. I'm going to stick in the NFL NFL playoffs as well, and I'm going to go a little out there. But I'm going to go to any time touchdown score in the Tennessee Titans at Baltimore Ravens. And I'm just going to take two, the two running backs for both these teams, Mark Ingram and Derrick Henry. When they get down to that goal line, that 10 area, both these teams are looking to pound it in. And you can get Mark Ingram at 1.8 and you can get Derrick Henry at 1.9. Uh, place a little money on both of them. They, they could both score no problem here. I think you easily come out of here with money on with money on these guys.
0: All right, if you missed it, boy, did you miss it. What a week that was in the NFL wildcard playoffs. It all started with Buffalo, my Buffalo Bills, Jeremy's Buffalo Bills losing an absolute heartbreaker in uh, overtime. So
1: we were just talking about some bets there. I was sweating during that game. So you can tab my Buffalo Bills fan card because I didn't pick them to win. Because Josh Allen isn't there yet.
0: No, he's not.
1: Deshaun Watson is. So going into that game, I had the Texans minus two and a half. I had DeAndre Hopkins for over, over 84 and a half yards. And then I had John Brown for four, four, the over under was four catches. At the end of regulation, it was a tie game. DeAndre Hopkins had 80 yards and John Brown had three catches. Hmm. DeAndre Hopkins got his four and a half yards he needed. The Houston Texans won by more than two and a half. And John Brown caught one ball, so it was a push for me. Ugh, for, for like sucks. a $300 profit.
0: Man. That's too bad. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about how the Bills should have won that game, because that was a bogus block in the back, uh, you know, blindside block or whatever that they called, that took them out of field goal range in overtime. That they, You never know, but Hauschka was what? Four for four from inside fifty. Yeah, he's gonna nail that kick, and instead it takes him out of it, and then of course Deshaun Watson just gets nailed by two guys but doesn't move. That, that, I don't that, understand that. how that. Not like
1: the jelly body, Elvin Kamara. You,
0: I don't get, get how, how that happens. One hits you low, happens. one
1: hits you high, and you just—if that was in the Super Bowl, we, that'd be like a play in the Eli Manning tier. Yeah, that, that was incredible.
0: It was insane. Um,
2: Ugh. I was—I was gonna say I want to talk about this game. How this solidified. That Josh Allen is the most electrifying player in the NFL because you never want to miss what he does in a game. I swear Taysom you, Hill. I had no, I had no blood, I had no blood in this game whatsoever. I had, I had the Texans, I, I had the tex, or I had the under, so I was fine, right? It wasn't, it wasn't in jeopardy. When I'm seeing Josh Allen have a chance to lead the field goal for the first time and two plays loses forty yards because he just, he's just running backwards, running like chaos, like it's in Madden. And then I see him in <laughs> driving down when they're going down to have to try to get a field goal, and he pitches the ball what? for no reason. <laughs> that he was just
0: goes, <laughs> that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Why was he trying fan, to you were do that?
2: Freaking out. But if you're a fan of the NFL, you're just like, I need more. I wish that game never ended. It just looked like Josh Allen. Well, like for pretty much most of the game, I wish it. I wish that the game did end because it was a snooze fest. But Here's the big thing. Why didn't I think the turning point here? Why didn't Edmonds, after he got that fumble, get up and run? Why did he just stay down when that fumble happened on DeAndre Hopkins? There was no touching. He just the NFL said he gave himself up, and he did because he just stayed down on the ground when he got it. Maybe he was expecting to be touched. But oh. if he would have gotten up, there's a camera showing it. There wasn't a Texans guy within 15 yards. Of I him.
0: don't. I can't recall the play. I may honestly. I maybe just missed it. But, or I, I just can't recall I watched yeah, it.
2: Yeah if you go back and you look at when Tenarius White uh, forced the fumble, right on on uh, DeAndre Hopkins. It was it was uh, Edmonds who picked it up, and he just picked it up and just stayed on the ground, and essentially giving himself up instead it's of getting up the playoffs, pressure. Blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think. I, it, I think it. I think it could have been that. Would have been the nail in the coffin, and I think that was almost where the game because the Bills went three and out, didn't get any points there, where it started to shift because they had no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know to the
1: game. which play made me audibly gasp more: the pitch by Josh Allen or Connor McDavid putting. Morgan Riley's strap oh, right next to... It was 1990s. Josh Allen. It was Josh Allen. <laughs> it was the pass.
0: I've never seen anything like that before.
1: And then the tight end just swatted it out what? of bounds. I, did, I,
0: just, I would love to ask Josh Allen what he was thinking. Like, did he think that he had to get out of bounds that bad? Like, that he must not have known how much time was left on the clock. I don't know. I don't know. I
1: would love to see a really great offensive mind find his way into Buffalo. Not as the head coach, but as an offensive coordinator to sure. see what he can do with Josh Allen. Because God, the, you, you dude, see he, he has he, all
0: the man. He threw it like seventy yards, like oh yeah. off his back foot. It seemed like like
1: he has what, the Patrick the Mahomes like power arm. Yeah, and he can like scramble a little bit, not like Lamar Jackson, but like sure.
0: But he can he just, can take off for forty yards, yeah. no problem. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's very exciting. The next game, the Titans beat the Patriots twenty to 13. Yeah, and then the dynasty. Uh, we will see, we will see I don't know, like if you go to three straight Super Bowls Win two of them, and then one year Still go to the playoffs, win 12 games And then lose in the first round uh, You know, things happen But I don't know if it's necessarily the end of the dynasty I
1: loved when the Titans were taking all that time off the clock From seven yeah. to five minutes though. I just
2: Would- lo- I, loved, I loved watching uh, Bill Belichick's reaction Because you damn well knew where he learned that from though
0: Yeah, yeah. very well learned it from from. From Billy. Well it'd
2: only been done like once before,
1: right? With yeah, the uh, when Patriots did were it. killing the clock versus yeah. the Jets up and, thirty nine no, no, nothing. But they yeah. said
2: they said uh, Tony Romo was saying that they did that against the Chiefs. Or, or sorry, against the Texans, sorry. Um the Titans did the week before, like in the in the last week, that they brought it from like six and a half or like almost seven all the way down to five. And that's how you can tell up. the
1: Titans still don't trust Tannehill. No. Be- because they're or, like and we- they
2: trust their punter, dude, because that punt Like, their punters, like, I think the best in, I know punters pretty much don't get any love unless your name is Pat McAfee, uh, that gives all the punters love, but, like, that pressure punt down with, like, no time left, too, down to the one, Mm -hmm. like, he had, they said on on the uh, broadcast, he's only ever had, in this season, he had two, two punts for touchbacks the entire
0: season. Didn't Derrick Henry have one drive where he accounted for all of their yards and scored the touchdown? Obviously, yeah, he, he, well, that's he, astonishing. He,
1: he, there was like 15 minutes where he was the only Titans player to, ha- to net positive yards.
0: So I saw so- someone saying, "Well, isn't like Belichick supposed to be so good at taking away your best thing?" Right? He didn't take away Derrick Henry, and then someone commented back saying. Well, maybe he wasn't trying to take away Derrick Henry. He was trying to take away A.J. Brown in the big play ball. And I think that's ridiculous. Shut up. That's just giving Bill Belichick, like, that's just too much reputation there. He got roasted by Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, 34 carries, 182 yards. 182. That's their thing.
1: I have a free piece of advice to NFL defenses.
0: Tackle Derrick
1: Henry low. Yeah, no kidding. Don't try and tackle him up at the shoulders. It's not gonna work. Like, that guy's like two what? Probably two seventy if he's
0: gigantic. He's nuts. So it's like, you know, again, I saw another tweet. Someone screenshotted Ryan Tannehill's stats. And they commented when a player plays like this, you just gotta tip your hat and give them the win. There's nothing you can do. Ryan Tannehill's stats. Eight for fifteen. 72 yards. A touchdown and an interception. That's bad. That's 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 bad. Yeah, I don't yeah, I but don't know.
2: He he did yeah, he played bad, but like he accounted for like the two pretty much biggest plays of this game. Like when they hit the touchdown to the backup tight end and then that first down to like bring that clock all the way down to like what they needed to the backup tight end again. Who the heck was the backup tight end that was just making all these crazy catches like uh in the big moments. I don't know.
0: If Gronkowski and Antonio Brown were on the Patriots, they win that game, and there's no doubt in my them. mind. You just need one of them, really. Brady had no weapons. <laughs> he has no one. He is the shriveling corpse of Julian Edelman. And, like...
2: Mohamed Sanu.
0: Who sucks. Yeah. Mohamed Sanu sucks. He's garbage. kill Henry sucks. He had no weapons. It was pathetic. Anyways, we're moving on.
2: I was going to say, it sounds like you're a Patriots guy, man. Like I'm, you're not, I'm not, I'm not, they, they just,
0: they just, they just, like Brady that. Brady Well, no, I'm just saying that, like, don't, don't try to, like, appreciate greatness when you see it, and, like, his receivers suck. Anyways, Viking Saints, overtime, I don't know, Taysom Hill, pretty cool, Kirk Cousins does it in overtime, was it a push-off in the end zone? Yes. Probably. No. Was there hand no. fighting? Probably. Yeah. Did the NFL get it wrong? I don't know.
1: That was a push off because I forget whatever the next game was, on like one of the first plays they called a push off, which was like one tenth as bad as what yeah. Rudolph did, and like I
2: I just think there was so much both of them they, they like, agreed but thing.
1: that like when you see the guys like chest like press in yeah
0: and the guy like and his head push back
1: yeah that's good acting it. it, it
0: and I, I know. But
2: still, big credit to Cousins that throw that he made in OT. It was a heck of a like, throw. To, with a guy in his face to fade it all the way down there. A
0: tight end, to Kyle Rudolph. And like I, I know no, that, that the Saints good. got burned last year, and so like you, part of you wants to be like, well. At least give them that call because if not for nothing else, last year. But you, you can't make play like calls no. that way. And it's not the
1: same referees. It's, not,
0: it's nothing's the same. But you know, you look at everything in a in a silo, if you will. But I don't know. I feel. I, don't know, I think this is the end of the road for the Saints. No, I think this is the. End, they okay, Drew Brees and Sean Payton will never get to a Super Bowl together.
1: Well, because uh, Drew Brees isn't going to be there next year. We shall see. Teddy Bridgewater. We shall see. Eh, I don't know. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. <laughs> the, the combo, run two quarterbacks. Yeah, if you,
0: if you don't know who Taysom Hill is, do yourself a favor and look him up on YouTube. He is a... Look up
2: his girlfriend, too. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, it's
0: a family program! <laughs>
2: I didn't see is. And she has great pictures. So... Is, is that the same girl
1: that was donating... Or... No, no, no. no. no, 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 no. no Why not going there? Easy, easy. Taysom Hill
0: is like uh running back, wide receiver, quarterback, tight end... Defensive full player, fullback. Full he, do, he does everything. I think he had, it was six receiving touchdowns and one rushing touchdown this year. And he also lined up at quarterback like over 50 times. That's First 50, 50 not, might, might not sound like a lot to a casual fan, but it's in eight, 16 games. So that's a lot.
1: First player to ever have, I think it was 50 passing yards, 25 rushing yards, and 25 receiving yards in yeah. a playoff game.
0: Yeah, just really unique talent. Really unique. It, what's his fantasy value like?
1: zero like not much unless unless you have if you're in a super flex league and it's like yeah or two quarterback league and you're playing in like a 12 or 14 team league sure yeah then maybe use yeah. them when there's buys but mm-hmm.
2: i'll be the first guy to say i'm in a 12 team two quarterback league and taysom hill is not owned by anybody no
0: i i believe
1: it
2: no
0: like he's, he's definitely boomer bust like you know yeah.
1: yeah it's like bust 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 boom Bust. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: okay, last one. Again, not not necessarily as crazy. Uh, it was still a really good, well, a really good nah, finish. Nah, it wasn't a it great was a football game, game that happened. It was a football game that was one possession, right? Yeah. Uh, Seahawks beat the Eagles. Honestly, the game was over the second that Carson Wentz got hurt. Nothing else to say about that. If you're How Eagles dirty,
2: Was that play not one of the dirtier plays after they broke it down that you've seen?
0: How did Dave and Clowney not get kicked out of the game? The NFL talks out of both sides of their mouth about this topic so much, and it's so frustrating.
1: If it wasn't Clowney, he's kicked out.
0: That's a, It's just a joke. It's a joke. Just like whenever... Was a, sorry, sorry, I was just going to say, just like whenever the Bills played New England the first time this year, Josh Allen gets absolutely ran head-to-head, gets out for the game... And then that player gets to stay in, and it was offsetting penalties because of like a holding or something like that. Yeah, give me a break. Like, get it together, guys. You want to? If that was Tom Brady, everyone's gone. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> gone. The, ever gone. the whole Everybody's the whole gone. defense yeah, the is canceled. gone.
2: The game's canceled. Actually. The whole like, defense like, the is getting over. kicked
0: out. You know, the defense coordinator is getting fined. So, so now Carson so Wentz, this, the,
2: sorry, you go ahead, Jerry. Sorry,
1: Carson Wentz, Band-Aid hasn't gotten through one quarter a playoff game
0: that is not his fault whenever you get headhunted by like a 6'9 280 pound guy and falls if you think clowny's
2: 6'9 i want to have a talk with you I'll okay you how tall back. is he you think is 6'9". how tall is he you think 6'9 i bet you clowny is probably like closer to like my height okay so whatever
1: whatever he's still he's still huge uh um, okay maybe yeah. that's
2: huge for small guys but like 6'3 to 6'9 is like huge you can play in the nfl or the uh, sorry. W- would, the NBA. would you
1: still be taking the same stance of you? It you can't blame that on him. What if his first injury and his third injury were flipped? What if the concussion was the first injury and this was something else?
0: I think. Like, what are his other injuries?
1: He he went out twice for Nick Foles.
0: What yeah, what are his other injuries? They're,
1: they're, they're, there's a
0: there's a difference between being someone hurt who's injured. Like, yeah, who like oh I just I don't want to play or whatever. But like if you have a broken wrist, like. That, no, you're not a band-aid. Drink you, more you, milk. Yeah, give me a break. <laughs> give me um, a break. You don't need here's, to give breaks to a Carson thing
2: Wentz. I can't I can't believe that um they like did, did you guys almost think the bookmakers got this one wrong on like right from the from the start? Like I think the Seahawks I person or not should have been the easy money. That's, like especially That's what when I was thinking pick-em.
0: too.
1: That's what I was thinking. Yeah, too. all the public money was on the Eagles, which was weird, yeah. but I, I had the yeah. Seahawks
2: yeah I'm I had sure. the Seahawks I thought it was a slam dunk when when i when I saw them I, I could get them out of pick them right i and i even uh, my buddy even took them like minus three like he even like got it even more right because it was just i just didn't really i didn't really get it like Seahawks have been there before like talk about a team that's just like been there before that's mm-hmm. the seahawks
0: mm-hmm.
2: right and uh, that's why i we're gonna get into it next year quickly but that's why I, I don't think uh people maybe even give it the Seahawks enough credit because mm-hmm they're coming healthy again not the running back spot but other spots.
0: So, on that note, so we're just going to go cuz we're running out of time here. So, we're going to go uh quick rapid fire who you got and like just a quick blurb about it for the upcoming uh divisional round. We'll okay? let
1: Lee go first cuz yeah. he's the one on the time crunch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Lee, that's fair. Um Vikings, so in 49ers. this
1: in
2: this In this uh, series, I'll just go through my four winners here quickly. I'm going to take the Vikings to beat the 49ers. Um, I think no one's giving the Vikings a shot again. I like the Vikings' defense. I think if they can strike first against the 49ers who just had the week off, it could maybe put them into a little bit of panic mode. So I'm going to take the Vikings there, and then I'm going to take the Ravens. I think it'll be a close game. The Titans are like that team that just kind of stays around. You know what I mean? They're like that type of team. They'll always keep it close, but I think the Ravens just have too much talent. Even if because even if Lamar doesn't have a great day, they have it. They can beat you with the run, etc. Sure. Uh, the next one, I have the Chiefs to crush the Texans. I think this is going to be the biggest blowout. Um, I think people are almost undervaluing the Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs have a legit. I would give the Chiefs the second best chance to win the Super Bowl, if not right there with the Ravens because they beat the Ravens. That's the other thing, right? Um, in the season. Uh, So, And then I like the Seahawks to beat the Packers. I think the Seahawks are just a more complete team than the Packers. And being on the road is going to be no problem. Uh, Cold's no problem. Everything, I think, matches up fine. And you could argue either way there. I'm just going to take the experience of how far the Seahawks have gone uh, with Pete Carroll over what the Packers have. And Matt LaFleur, I think he's coaching only his second playoff game as a head coach. So... Give me, give me the experience with the Seahawks there. Those are my four.
0: Sounds good. All right, and I guess I will, I'll go next here. So Vikings 49ers, well, you heard it here earlier. I'm taking the Vikings. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't won a playoff game yet. You got to prove something to me. Kirk Cousins finally did prove something. I don't know. Vikings are hot. You see wild card teams get hot. It happens every year. This is the one I'm taking. So I'm taking the Vikings over the 49ers. That's my rationale. Whatever. Next, Titans Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to blow them out. I really do. I, don't get me wrong. It could be like one of those where Derrick Henry keeps them in the game and just pounds right through them. Because the Titans do kind of play similar to the Ravens, right? Pound the rock, pound the rock. Um, but that Lamar Jackson X-Factor. I have
1: a question for you, Jake. Who are yeah. you more impressed by as a runner? Derrick Henry or Lamar Jackson? See,
0: excellent question. Uh, Lamar Jackson. He's just... It's so
1: fun to watch.
0: It's so fun to watch. Derrick Henry is just, I'm going to run. I'm big and strong. and I'm going to run right through you. It's just power. It's a right? bus
1: hitting a sm-
0: smart yeah. car over yeah. and over and over yeah. again. And, uh, but Derrick Henry's pretty, uh, he's in... Don't get me wrong. It's not by much. It's just Lamar Jackson. Just the whole package of him is just incredible. Uh. So, but yeah, I'm digging the Ravens. They're too good. They're too good. Titans, I think they they uh preyed on a weak New England team, right? A team that was trending certainly in the wrong direction uh near the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Texans Chiefs, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. Don't sleep on Patty Mahomes. Uh it could turn into the Deshaun Watson show where he just tries to tries to do it, but I, I think Patrick Mahomes. And so the Chiefs.
1: your team's games on the line, fourth quarter, two minute drive. Which quarterback do you want? Deshaun Watson. Patrick wants? Mahomes. Okay. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Deshaun Watson has the college. College playoff title. Yeah, I get it. And then the yeah. play last week.
0: Yeah, I get it. They're both one and one in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking uh, Patrick Mahomes. And lastly, Seahawks Packers. The Packers. The Packers are good. Okay, is it just me or have the Packers been incredibly slept on this year? I don't know. I just feel like I haven't heard anything about them. Like uh, my father-in-law was like, "Who's the other NFC team? I know it's San Francisco and who?" And I'm going. Who is it? Who is it? Oh, yeah, it's the Packers. Done The number one seed. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems to me like all the talk was out west with San Francisco and Seattle and, you know, and they New were talking Orleans. about New Orleans and they were talking about the Ravens this year. And it just, it seemed it's like. because Aaron Rodgers
1: wasn't Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. It's and just, that's really because he, does, like Tom Brady doesn't have any weapons. Aaron Rodgers had one, Devontae Adams.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And so, then Aaron
1: Jones taking on the
0: touchdowns. So that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying Vikings, Ravens, Chiefs, and Packers. I'm taking one upset. Sue me.
1: And so I'll go, last but not least. Starting in the AFC, easiest. The Ravens are going to smoke the Titans. But I think it's going to be a little bit tougher on the Ravens. And I think they could be battered up for the next matchup where they're going to have to play the Chiefs. Houston Texans, they had a negative point differential this season. You're not getting that far on that. Like... The running game isn't great. The O-line's awful. The corners suck. Deshaun Watson's really good. DeAndre Hopkins, really good. But outside of that, you're not there yet. Minnesota, San Francisco. Now, in the bracket we put up on the Poor Sports Instagram page, I took the Vikings. I've had a change of heart. I'm going Debo Samuel in the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo learned under the Brady tree of winning the playoffs, and if it's not going to be Brady, it might as well be Garoppolo who's going to go and do well in the playoffs. That's my rationale. It's going to be a, that's going to be my game of the week. So it's a, almost a coin flip. I was on the Vikings. I'm going to the 49ers now. And then we're going to have the Seahawks and Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay is going to win that. Another close one. It's just playing in Lambeau January. It's going to be very tough for anyone. And they're gonna find a way to shut down DK Metcalf and the rotting corpse of Marshawn Lynch. (laughs) So that that's my picks for the week. Yep. So
0: so people, get your brackets into us. Tell us what you think your picks are, and you'll be entered automatically to win uh, a Poor Sports T-shirt. Okay. So that does it for our show this week. Thank you so much for listening. We are uh, yeah, we're so happy to be back again. Follow us on the gram. Follow us on Twitter. You won't regret it, all right? Everyone have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your night. And uh, stay tuned because Jeremy, sports fan, is going to uh, win you some money coming up next.
1: Jeremy Collins here. You're reigning, defending, undisputed betting champion of the first year of the Poor Sports Podcast by recorders, of course. Follow me into year two. The 2020 is where we can all quit our jobs and just make money on gambling. Don't do that. I'm kidding. But for this week, you can lay it all on the line. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are going to destroy Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. Right now, the line's at nine and a half. You can go by 13 and a half if you want, but I'm just going to take nine and a half. I'm not going to get too crazy yet. It's just the beginning of the year. So that's my pick. Lock it in. Kansas City Chiefs by nine and a half or more.